Investors want all the information they can get from company managers, but they also rely on a lot of other sources, economic forecasts, changes in fiscal policy, new regulations, and of course, social media. Those outside sources can have real consequences for investors' decisions. Remember, the fall of the Silicon Valley Bank began with a tweet. But those third-party sources can often be uninformed and unreliable, based on rumors or technical errors or even fraud. And all too often, it's not clear if that third-party information will turn out to be true or false. Beatrice McKelly says that uncertainty creates a paradox. When the external news seems positive, that ought to drive prices up. But instead, skeptical investors push them in the other direction. Beatrice McKelly is an associate professor of accounting at the UCLA Anderson School of Management. So what's the best strategy for managers when they see uncertainty coming? When should they speak up? Should they ever stay silent? Hello again, I'm Armin Alney, and this is How the World Works, a podcast from UCLA Anderson. Beatrice McKelly, great to have you with us. Hi, Warren, and thank you so much for having me. It's a real pleasure, and I'm so excited to, to be speaking with you today. Let me just take a brief second and say that the work I'm going to talk about is quartered with two researchers. One, uh, this is Elishif Widman, who was a PhD student here at UCLA, and is currently an assistant professor at Hebrew University in Jerusalem. The second quarter is Jonathan Lipgober, who is an assistant professor at University of Southern California. Well, can you begin by elaborating a bit on this flood of what you call third-party news that investors are hearing about all the time? Well, when investors try to evaluate a firm, clearly the first-hand information that they can get from the company, whether it is financial statements that companies release and are obliged to release, or some information that companies voluntarily disclose, let's say, in different conference calls, or they choose to disclose. This is clearly the first-hand information that investors use. But the more we're getting into a more modern age, there is more and more information coming about those specific companies. So this could be an analyst forecast, but this could be different announcements for changes in macroeconomic factors. This could be announcements for new regulation coming into hand. This could be a report generated by another firm that talks about some kind of a broad economic consequences. Or this could be even a media article, a media broadcast, TV, more mainstream media, but as well a lot of social media news coming out. It is clear that this type of information, obviously it can be truthful and it can generate repercussions, but it is also possible that this information is simply a fraud. It can be untruthful. It might be coming from an informed analyst or an informed user of, of Twitter and somebody who could also be based on rumors. So what should investors do in this case? This is exactly what we're doing in the paper we are speaking about. Tell me a little bit more particularly about tweets and uh, how powerful they can be. Well, as we saw, a single tweet caused a bank to collapse. In this case, there was some truth to it, but very often there are tweets that are completely unsubstantiated. So there are two recent papers that I have found. One is 
published in Science, what they speak about is they found that there is a significant amount of the tweets essentially contained wrong information. And more interestingly, one of those papers find that about a tweet with the wrong information is 70% more likely to be retweeted. And when they dig deeper, they found out that those tweets with wrong information essentially seem to be uh, to, to include information that appears to be more novel, something that is very much more different than the status quo or our perceptions. And more importantly, they generate a lot of emotional reactions. So perhaps that's the reason why they get to be retweeted. But that means wrong information is spread even further out. And that can have a very significant impact. So essentially, I have a perfect example. Back in November 2022, there was a fake account that tweeted the company Eli Lilly was going to provide its insulin for free to customers. I know it sounds ridiculous, but investors were not sure whether it's true, whether it's false. So in the interim, until it proved that these news are totally unsubstantiated and they are total nonsense, in the interim, while investors were not sure, the market valuation of Eli Lilly dropped by an estimated $15 billion. Okay, so the unsolicited information, the tweets spread fast, especially if they're negative. The managers are going to want to set up defenses you're suggesting that they can speak up or that they can stay silent, but that there are risks either way. Yes, and essentially what we're trying to make sure is that those defenses are not always what you would expect a company to defend itself from, right? It may remain silent about news that are somewhat better, but not sufficiently better than what the external news are, and vice versa may communicate some information that seemingly is worse than what the external news are. That we think is an optimal behavior of a company and that's essentially what we are studying, all those economic forces that lead to the optimal behavior of firms. How do investors receive this information and how do they respond? When investors observe an external information, what we do find is that they update their beliefs that a tweet could be wrong and could be not veracious. It might, with some probability, be also veracious and accurate and present truthful facts. So investors appear to be skeptical and take with a grain of salt this external information that is arriving to the market. Interestingly, what we do find is that investors are more skeptical about positive external news than about negative. So they view those boosting and, and very positive tweets or an analyst forecast with a lot more skepticism when the news is that or unfavorable. So that leads to this paradox then. Instead of the values of the company going up when there's favorable news, they go down instead. That is true. And that is one of the interesting findings that we believe is driven by this skepticism and taking with a grain of salt of external news. And it is a central finding in our paper that prices on the market, when managers are silent, they remain somewhat non-monotonic. Better news might essentially result in a drop in prices. Let me explain why investors are skeptical, because I need this intuition in order to explain what's going on with the price. Our paper focuses essentially on this information that managers are not obliged to report, but they may choose to. We look at such information, when it is disclosed, it has to be truthful, right? So if a manager 
discloses this information and it's truthful, then of course investors are going to ignore whatever external information or tweets or analyst forecasts there are. But when managers remain silent, then the only source of information investors have are those external news. Is it always the case that managers have information? No, managers may not have information. Here is an example. Suppose there is a tweet that, let's exaggerate, says taxes are going to go up till 70%. Well, it is possible that management has some information about the future tax. It is also possible that management has no information, private information whatsoever, what this regulation is going to be. There is no other public information going on about it. That's the only information we have. So in the presence of such a tweet, a management may decide to disclose their information if they had one. If they didn't, management is going to remain silent. Clearly, managers are going to disclose only the good news and withhold the bad news. So if management knew it's going to be down, they may choose to remain silent. What would investors do? Now, observing the management remain silent in this tweet, they assume that with some probability, management had no information and it is just remaining completely silent. It is also possible in their mind that management observed the information, news, had some kind of a private insight, but choose to remain silent. So because managers do not know that, they somehow take this external news with some skepticism. They might, with some probability, be skeptical. Now, if those news were negative, as in this case with the 70% tax, investors are going to update their beliefs about future value of the company, but not by much. Now, suppose that this tweet said, well, tax is going to be just 5%. Now, if indeed this was the case, and if indeed the management had information, they would have spoken up, right? Therefore, when the external news is so much more positive, then what happens is that investors are more skeptical that it's accurate and discount those news even further. Usually, when disclosure occurs, what happens is that there is some kind of a threshold above which good news are being disclosed, bad news are being withheld. That's common in that type of literature. Now, what happens is that around that value that management would have disclosed, when the news is above that value, all of a sudden much more higher. And if indeed it was accurate, management would have spoken up, but it didn't. So this is what causes the price to go down, sharply down. And this is what results in this non-monotonicity in price. So if we look at news on some kind of a scale, better news all of a sudden draw the price down. And that's the phenomenon we are um, studying. Well, obviously, uh, that's something that managers want to avoid. Is there some pattern or some model that managers can look to to try to guide them in such a way that they can make disclosures that aren't going to make things worse? So, yes, management sometimes, not like the tweet example, but let's say there is an analyst forecast or there is a planned release of macroeconomic data, management is aware that there is some kind of information coming out and that information might not be accurate. So management, they have essentially two options. They could disclose whatever information they have before this announcement, but they can also wait until information is released. Now, in this paper, we do look at what is better for managers if they have the choice. So we do find that depending on 
whether delaying is imposing costs or whether advancing is imposing costs, we find the optimal time for management to respond before or after. Clearly, if information has, has happened, we, we have no way but um, to mitigate and decide whether to speak up. And we do have predictions about those. Tell us more about the paradoxical nature of this that managers are faced with. On the one hand, uh, investors will assume that with some probability, these news were correct and the manager had even worse information and they will punish the company by reducing the price. On the other hand, what we do find is that it has to be sufficiently better than what external news are saying for managers to speak up. When we're on the other side, when news are overall good, because the investors are skeptical, they're not going to take those favorable news completely as true, and the price will be somewhat below those news. So managers may try to correct and say something seemingly worse than what these news were. And that's essentially the trade-off that they're facing. They're trying to maximize the price, not necessarily to correct the situation. It is possible that it comes also in addition to all the rationale that I'm saying. It may come also from some psychological matter where I am worried that if I say something, it may be defensive. So that might also play a role here. But that would be on top of the economic forces that we find. When management is trying to decide whether to speak up and the information hasn't yet been revealed and they try to make things sound better, are the investors still very skeptical? Yes. So investors are skeptical at any point of time because they are aware that this information may just be some kind of a noise, a rumor, something, a bubbling, right? But interestingly, because bad news are perceived as more likely accurate than what we had before, and there is no disclosure from the manager, there is still a discount. So essentially, prices will never equal the external news. Suppose there is a, a tweet that says, oh, earnings announcements are going to be record high or earnings announcements are going to be record low with a specific number. The price will never precisely reflect that information because investors with some probability know this is not true. But what happens interestingly is that, suppose this was already an information that came, Interestingly is that when this external information is negative and they, for example, this tweet saying, oh, there is record low earnings, even though the manager has information about what these earnings are, and even though they may be slightly higher than what this tweet says, we find that managers will find it optimal to remain silent. On the other hand, if the tweet was saying that there is record high earnings, we find that in an optimal behavior, managers may choose to disclose some information that is somewhat worse than the information released in the tweet. And why is that? It actually makes perfect sense because what managers are trying to maximize the price of the company, not necessarily what the tweet is saying. And because investors take this information from tweets with skepticism, the price never perfectly reflects. Suppose information is really, really low earnings. Now, because investors are taking this with a grain of salt, the price is going to reflect a higher earnings than what really this tweet says. So for all those values that are in between the price and the signal, the managers prefer to remain silent. It is because managers are trying to maximize the price 
and not necessarily to correct a signal that is wrong. Is there a way that you can summarize this in terms of what it means for a manager? What's the best thing for them to do? Remain silent or speak out? Well, it depends on what would be the cost associated with waiting. If there are no costs associated with waiting, I would say remain silent and wait to see what the external news are. But, of course, remaining silent and speaking up later may bring lack of remorse by investors for managers knowing this information, remaining silent, hiding information from them. So there could be some reputational damage from remaining silent, and those costs have to be taken into account. What we do find is that if those costs of delaying are higher, some really good values are going to be disclosed early on. And potentially, depending on the signal, there might be some news or that would be disclosed later on. But that's not necessarily the case. It is possible that all the information will preempt. So essentially, long story short, it all depends on what uh, costs would you incur from waiting and what costs would you incur or impose on your business for advancing disclosure and making it more early. The earlier it is, the less precise information you're going to share with your investors, a lot more costs, damages that may occur. Elaborate a bit, if you will, on the cost of waiting. You mentioned uh, reputational damage as one kind of cost. What others are there? Of course, you may incur problems with scheduling a conference call. If this is where, how are you going to announce whatever you're trying to announce? You may cause uh, a pressure on your investor relationship, right? If you're remaining silent and you're waiting, your investor relationship department will need to work extra hours in order to keep investors satisfied. Any other technical costs with scheduling could also be an issue. Well, I guess obviously the bottom line is that this is a situation that is created in large part because of the digital economy and the way that we exchange information now and all the different kinds of information that are available that might apply even when you don't realize that it might apply. I totally agree with you, Warren. The more and the more digitalization occurs, the more we're going to face this problem. Well, thank you so much for helping us better understand it. Beatrice McKelly, Professor of Economics at UCLA Anderson, thanks so very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm Warren Alney. This is How the World Works, a podcast from UCLA Anderson. Thanks very much for joining us. Join us again.